the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This on-demand presentation from Talk910.com. This is Rob Black. Hear the Rob Black Show every weekday from 10 to noon Pacific Time on 910 AM, more stimulating talk, San Francisco. Thanks for your support. Enjoy the show. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. Welcome in. Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. It's a call-in show. I've actually been kicked out of my home studio today, so I'm in the closet studio. Uh, So, yes, later today I will be coming out of the closet. We can count on that as hilarity will ensue. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Tom Hartman, kind of like the super syndicated AM dude, is in my studio, and he's a professional. It's pretty interesting to watch him. So uh, it's a show totally unlike mine. He does it professionally. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. I'm a smart guy. I'm a smart financial guy. I'm not smart with women. I'm not smart with cars. I'm okay smart with cars. I'm not smart. Like, I can't tell you... uh, what Half Dome is all about. Never seen it. I've heard good things, but I don't know much about it. So you get the idea, right? So I stick to the world of money. Yesterday, there was a, a big day on Wall Street. That was a toilet day, to be quite honest with you, on Wall Street. By toilet day, it, was, it just stunk. People are freaked out. Now keep in mind, we went up in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. Started to go up in January, went down in January. And then... In the last three days, something has happened. A couple months ago, we talked a little bit about Greece getting into some problems and how the big European Union is tied together and, you know, one country's failures could be all of their failures. And I was telling you that I'm favoring the dollar over the euro because Greece worries me. And it took a couple weeks for Greece to worry the world. That's what happened. And yesterday we saw employment data that just wasn't great. And when we don't see great great employment data, what we do is we panic. So you put, because again, our economy is doing okay right now, but you know why our economy is doing okay, right? Because our government spent almost a trillion dollars to make sure that people had jobs for a little while. Now we're starting to say and see the traction isn't that good. The traction's kind of weak. It's kind of anemic. So we're not really feeling it quite yet. So that's what, that's what's up on Wall Street. And I typically don't start with money issues like that in large part. I don't want to scare away the Armstrong and Getty crowd. Um, I if I want to keep the Armstrong and Getty crowd. Hey, Facebook, it's 400 million users. But the reason I don't want to scale uh, the whole business angle on occasion, that's a top story in my world. And it's got people scared. And to me, I like technology. I like defense. I like telecom. I like utilities. There's still things to likey likey. Oh, yeah. Popping my peas. Heidi just came in and gave me kind of a condom for the microphone. So I don't pop my peas. Put a little foam on a microphone, and then your pop doesn't pop. So, there you go. Do I sound different? Okay, let's do it before. Hello, everybody. I'm Rob Black. And now let's do it with a condom on it. A little foam condom. 
Hi, everybody. I'm Rob Black. Is that better? A little smoother. A little cut, takes a little bit of pop. Anyway, um, Facebook hits 400 million users. Facebook was launched six years ago when I was just a wee lad. When the whole deb 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 you think was just beginning. Six years ago. Wow, it seems like uh, it just started yesterday, right? And that's capped a year of spectacular growth, celebrating milestone after milestone. CEO Mark Zuckerberg, he published a special post today on the site's blog. In it, he revealed the company this week has surged to 400 million users. It was just five months ago that there was 300 million users. And Facebook is doing something kind of unique. They're doing uh, right now what's called a hackathon. Do you know what a hackathon is? Basically, a hackathon is when the uh, coders... Programmers stay up all night long and, and try to hack away and fix a problem and get everything set up for some sort of new feature on Facebook. I love Facebook. And here's why I love Facebook. It's because it's now my Rolodex for the next 10 years. I was one of those people who would get a PDA and put in 10, 20, 30, 40 people, and then I'd lose it. And that just stank. It just stank. And then, you know, the Rolodex, I, was, I, I never did a Rolodex. I always found that to be kind of too white, douchey kind of slimy, business-feely thing to have. So I never did a Rolodex. But uh, Facebook is my modern-day Rolodex. But it's also kind of nice. You know, I can slip into Facebook and, and see what my friends are doing, and I can live vicariously through them because I've never been to Half Dome. I've never been to Big Sur. I don't know what it's all about. I like seeing that you go. So you get the whole idea there. So Facebook, 400 million users. What's interesting to note about that is that's a lot of people. And this weekend, we're going to watch the... Super Bowl, right? We're all going to gather around the television, and they're looking for 100 million people to watch it. Now there's 400 million people on Facebook. You see what? what do you see what's happening? Advertising's going elsewhere. So, for instance, we can go back to Leno and Conan O'Brien real quick. I was watching a little television last night, and I saw David Letterman on. I'm like, man, he's old. Leno, man, he's old. Like, that's the problem. Is they have to put hosts in there to get some sort of draw. From the, some sort of people that are watching. People who look at Conan O'Brien and say, you know, he, he's pretty hip. He looks like a 30-year-old dude. Now, he's a little bit older than that. But you get the idea is that he didn't, he didn't win that battle. Because 30-year-olds aren't where the money is right now. They're the, where the money is in advertising. But their eyeballs ain't on late-night TV. Their eyeballs are on, on Facebook. 400 million people on Facebook now. Now, the Super Bowl weekend going to be a big weekend for who? Who? Who dat? It's going to be a big weekend for Avatar, but also for the movie Dear John. And the, the, the chick, Amanda Seafried or Seafield, who's in Dear John, good-looking woman. Good-looking woman. Blonde, blue eyes, fresh. She's one of those fresh doe faces that you see on Vanity Fair, of which, by the way, Vanity Fair caught a lot of flack this week. I like reading Vanity Fair, by the way. There's great articles in Vanity Fair. Um, really, there are really great articles in Vanity Fair. They, 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 they give you a 10-page article on you know, Rwanda. I love that. Like, it's legit journalism. Or they'll give you a 10-page story on old Hollywood and the sex scandals that happened. Uh, so I like Vanity Fair, but they came out with an edition this week uh, showing Hollywood's hot young starlets. Interestingly, all white. All white. So we live in a nation where we still feel more comfortable with white people. So as far as uh, bankability goes. Let's go to Rachel in San Francisco, the city by the bay. Rachel? Does Rachel sound mysteriously like Beaker? Rachel sounds mysteriously like Dial Tone. <laughs> she comes from a planet called Phonetopia, where people speak in dial tones and pulses. 
So I didn't quite understand what Rachel had to say, so I'll just have to pass on that one. You get your calls on the air, Rachel. If you want to call back, it's 800-345-5639. Again, I'm in the closet studio. But later today, I will be coming out of the closet. And uh, uh, technically speaking, we may have a hiccup or two, but that makes for a damn good show. I'll be quite honest with you. The train wreck shows where everything goes off kilter. Good television or good radio, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. So Avatar is going to have another big weekend at the movie theaters. It's expected to pull in another 26 to $28 million. If it just has a 10 to 15% drop that it experienced in the last several weekends, the big 3D epic science fiction could get a boost uh, from its nine Oscar nominations uh, for Best Picture. So it may see a smaller decline, all things considered. What's interesting to note is, back to Dear John for a second, it's uh, one of those... Chick flicks. So, dudes, if you see this movie, bring your Vagisil with you because uh, it is a chick flick. It is not for men. Dear John, they think, is going to sell $20 million. But what's interesting about this is it's written by – it's based on a book by Nicholas Sparks. And the notebook was based on a book by Nicholas Sparks. And what happens is during these Super Bowl weekends, we know that men, 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 men are watching football and drinking beer. And, and we know where the men are going to be, right? So where are the women? Well, Avatar will get some of them. Teenagers will do a little Avatar action. But uh, most of them will be seeing the movie Dear John with their girlfriends. If they can get out of the house, they're going to see Dear John. And what's interesting to note is the notebook started Super Bowl weekend as well. It started with $13 million, and it ultimately ended with $80 million. So it, got, it, it had some traction. It had some legs. And you tend not to see something so disappointingly small grow in the world of movies, but that's what's coming to a theater near you. Let's go to Rachel again in San Francisco. Rachel? Hey, Rob. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm actually not one of your more advanced uh, listeners. I'm um, 38 years old. I have a business in San Francisco, and I am just had a really hard time with finding ways to invest my money. I'm not very savvy there. Okay. And I'm wondering what advice you can offer in terms of um, helping someone who's self-employed uh, make some, put some money away, make some investments in this economy. What's, what's wise here for me at this point? Rachel, can I put you on hold and come back to you? Because I want to give you, sure. a, I want to give you a little bit more time than just the one minute that my clock is going to allow me. A couple okay. more, couple more quick things. How much do you make? Um, let's see. Probably. I've dropped to about 70000 That's not bad. What sort of business are you in, can I ask? Uh, pet care. Pet care. I love it. Okay. And what sort of pet care do you do? Groom or walking? Um, it's a series of uh, private boarding, uh, group socialization, that type of thing. That's excellent. Excellent. Good stuff. Um, that's going to be around for a long time, Rachel. So I'm going to put yeah. you on hold. We're going to do three minutes of commercials, and we'll come back, and I'll talk a little bit more about Rachel's situation. She's self-employed. She's not saving enough money. Um, I'll find out if she has a house, if she's renting. I'll get a little bit more color because I think there's a lot of people out there like Rachel who are a little intimidated by money and shouldn't be. Thanks for calling, Rachel. Now stick with me and I'll be right back to you. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Black disco superfly. I smell sex and can You're listening to Rob Black. 
9 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Welcome back in. It's the Rob Black Show. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639. Let's go back to Rachel real quick. And she's self-employed. She does dog grooming and dog socializations and stuff like that. She lives in the city, it sounds like. Makes about $70,000 a year. Not really saving a lot of money. Is that about right, Rachel? Yeah. I mean, it just seems like uh, California doesn't make it very easy for really small businesses particularly. And I'm finding it more and more difficult to um, to save any money. I just paid off my car, and um, I do not own a home. Um, and I'm just kind of wondering, you know, at this point, what is what are my options in terms of being able to save yeah. and get some money put away? To be honest, it's not going to be a good answer because, like you said, it you live in California, and you do you live in San Francisco. Uh, actually, I live in Marin. Marin. Okay. That's lovely, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what are you paying in rent? Uh, about 2000 No, actually, I, I have a house share, so it's it's just under 1000 Okay, so about 12000 a year goes straight there. And, right. And you can quickly see that's a big part of your budget. Um, right. Huge, if you think about it. Uh, it's right. a good 15 to 20% of the 70000 and you get taxed in situations like that. Is your take-home 70 or is your... Your gross seventy. It's it's take home is about seventy. So, um, and I'm also a student. So, thirty eight year old student. Where where are you going to school? Uh, in College of Marin. Okay. What are you doing uh, with that business? Um, actually, psychology and political science are my um my passions. What's psychology and political science are a little bit on the opposite ends of uh, jobs. Are you going to be a, a therapist, do you think? Um, I, I, you know, I don't know where it's going to take me. It's a, it's a real interest right now, and I'm feeling like uh, I'm playing a lot of catch-up here. Okay. In terms of what's going on politically, what's going on eco- economically, and what's going on with me. Yeah. So um, it's, it's a race. Are you married? Or have you ever been married? No. Okay. Are you going to be a marrying type? No. Never going to marry? Uh, well, never. I can't answer, but for now, no. Okay. See, a lot of people um, obviously do better when they can share costs. That's the probably the best thing about marriage is you get to share costs. Right. Um, so you're not sharing any cost. Your health care is probably out of control. Um, you're self-employed, so your health care is a good fifteen to twenty thousand is my assumption. So that's, do you well, have health? Do you have health care? No, I don't have health insurance. Okay. See, this is you're in a, a, a precarious situation, Rachel. Um, I, you know, part of me wants to go and say, you know, figure out the school thing first because that's expensive and it takes up your time. Um, mm-hmm. I wish I could say save 10 to 15 percent, but I could already tell in your budget you don't have 10 to 15 percent. Um, you're not going out to a lot of restaurants. You're not partying with the girlfriends, it doesn't sound like, are you? No, huh? <sighs> uh, have you ever thought about moving? Uh, I mean, yeah, but. I would like to not have to do that. Okay. It's, um, there's a story that I got today that uh, it's interesting. It talks about the luxury homes of California 
And in most of America, a million-dollar homes is a luxury home. But in California, it's two and a half million dollars to be considered a luxury home. So your salary to live here, I mean, at $70,000 a year, Rachel, you're hot in any other state other than California. I mean, you're a high earner. You're making more than attorneys do in Iowa. Um, and you can barely get by in, in Marin. So it's a little frustrating. Um, I would say you need to educate yourself financially. And let me give you some basics. Um, there's a good website that do you feel comfortable money and Internet? And like, do you feel comfortable having, you know, typing in some of your stuff? Yes, as okay. long as I feel secure, sure. It's com. It's justthrive.com. And one of the things that you'll do is it's going to take you a good hour to get through that website. And then it's going to kick out a score for you, Rachel. It's going to say you're probably a four because you haven't really saved for retirement. You don't have a, an emergency fund. You don't have health care insurance. If you get sick right now, Rachel, you're, you're over. You're done. Um, right. You know, if you get a lump in your breast, I mean, you're bankrupt. Um, right. So that's you're going to fall through the cracks. I would strongly consider leaving the area. Um, uh-huh. go, go to Portland. I know I know that sounds rude, but you'll live like a queen if you uh, are able to transport your business up there in some way, shape, or form. Another, uh-huh. good, another good website for you is mint.com, mint.com, and that'll help you with a budget because you've got to have a budget. And right. what you're going to see is that you're spending about 15 20% of your money on you know a roof over your head. That's not crazy. Um, I mean, that's actually pretty good in the Bay Area. Uh, that you're that low. Right. Um, but you need to figure out if there's anywhere you can save money. Cable TV, do you have cable? Um, you know, that's a shared expense. Okay. Uh, and the, I mean, yeah. a lot of, uh, I feel like, uh, you know, since I've just paid off my car, which I paid off early. Right. Um, you know, that that can be a contributing factor. I don't know if I can get into, as a self-employed person, a 401k or... I mean, I don't even. Yeah, you're, you're do probably, I have to say? Yeah, you're probably going to want to set up what's called a SEP IRA. Okay. Um, so what you're going to do is when you get off the phone with me, um, I'd strongly consider playing around with Mint.com and JustThrive.com. Um, then you're going to call Fidelity and say I'm uh, self-employed, and they will help set you up with what's appropriate for your business and your tax considerations. They'll ask you a couple more questions that I'm going to ask, you, and they'll send out the paperwork. I do Fidelity, Schwab, or Vanguard, and if you want to, you know, shop you know, round, you could do that. Um, in my budget, when I was 18 years old, I said, I want to save $166 a month before I had rent, before I had cigarettes, before I had beer, before I paid for college, I wanted to save $166 a month and then everything right. else, everything else would fall into place. And okay. I, I lived in a, 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 a five, five guys in a house and I had the worst room and I was ashamed to take women back to my place. Um, but I saved money. Like that was more important to me. Right. Um, you're in a bad, bad situation. I, I hate it because you're just in the Bay Area. That's not a lot of money. Um, yeah. And you're single. And uh, it's great that you got the business that you got. And it's great that you're doing good. But uh, realistically, uh, you're not doing great. Uh, JustThrive.com, Mint.com. I think you're going to want to mentally save $200 a month. And if you can't do that, then you're going to have to say, I'm going to work till the day I die. I'm going to marry well. I'm going to grow my damn business so damn big that I'm going to start franchising it because I need some help, Rachel. My dog's out of control right now. Um, You know, know, Rob, I've been on the the larger side of the business, and I I, um, tapered down a bit so I could go back to school. And, um, I mean, the truth of the matter is is that my family has money, and I've... Oh, good. As a, you know, I guess I just kind of... 
um, didn't take it seriously because they always did. Right. And it was more of, um, Tell me a little you know, bit. I'll, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it kind of thing. And now I'm sitting here going, I really need to get to it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's probably too late for you to, to be quote unquote self-sufficient at age 60. Because uh-huh. you started too late. Um, yeah. Time has slipped. But it is time for you to set up an emergency fund. It is time for you to start thinking about, I better keep control of my weight because I can't afford to get sick. Um, I can't afford diabetes. Diabetes would bankrupt you, for instance. Right. Um, there's just some stupid things along those lines. How much money does your family have, out of curiosity? Uh, you know, I, I really don't know. It's a it's a good... Um, is it a lot? I, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's... It's pretty healthy. It's not Paris. And it's not Paris Hilton money, but you're you're assuming it's like ten million plus. Uh, probably. Okay. Good. Um, maybe a con- I, maybe I a conversation with maybe a conversation with your parents is is due sooner than later. Um, because they may have different ideas than you do. For instance, uh-huh. they may want to be giving all their money away to Stanford because their daughter never married a German six foot ten blonde hair blue eyed man. <laughs> Um, you know, they may, they may disown you or what's worse is maybe they get sick and, uh, maybe right. they need their own money to, uh, right. last until the day that, or maybe they live to 140. So right. I think, um, a couple ideas that I threw out there for you, um, and I'll throw out one more. I think talk to your parents is a really important one to figure out where uh-huh. you stand in inheritance and things uh-huh. along those lines. If they can start giving it to you now so you can start funding your retirement. Um, right. Well, I understand that my name is already on uh, quite a bit of the um, quite a bit of what they already have in terms of uh, property, and my my name has already been added to. Uh, Don't be afraid to have this conversation with them because you're freaking me out. Um, you need to find out what your name's on. Right. Okay. So, um, just imagine like I'm your husband, and like. Your husband wants to know what we have, what we don't have. Like, you need to know this stuff, right? Yeah. So find out what, what's what's out there. And it, it's a good, healthy conversation. Some people are a little freaked out talking money with family members. But um, I'd be honest with your parents and say, you know, look, I'm, I'm pushing 40 and I, I need to start saving a little bit more money. And, for instance, if you're worth $10 million and they're starting to get a little bit older, maybe you start gifting some of it to me now. Maybe I can take it a little bit early so I can start funding my own retirement. Um, uh-huh. there's, there's other options out there and I highly recommend you read the book, um, the truth about money. It's by uh-huh. a guy named Rick Elliman. It's going to cost you $4 used. It's 88 okay. chapters. You can put it in your bathroom and every time you poop, you read one chapter and it'll teach you about healthcare. It'll teach you about, um, term life insurance. You don't really need term life. You're not married. If you died, psh, only the animals are going to miss you. Um, yeah. So there's some issues like you'll agree with and disagree with, but I would say the, the new rules about money, I'd call Fidelity about a, a SEP IRA. Um, I'd start in your budget finding money immediately. I'd talk to your parents. JustThrive.com is a good website and Mint.com, another good website. And, and by God, woman, get a budget. You've got to figure out what you're spending and where it's going. And thanks for the call. Well, yeah, you know, I, I figured out that I can put away $600 a month. Good. And um, so... It's going to be tight, but, you know, I, I realize it's got to get done. That's a great start. Congratulations, Rachel. So send me your business, and uh, I'll bring Maisie the Wonder Dog up. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. The Glenn Beck Program coming up at 12 noon. Now Rob Black, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk.
Welcome back in. It's the Rob Black Show. 9.10 a.m. More stimulating talk. We have open phone lines. If you want to call in, it's 800-345-5639. A little later in the show, we're going to try to raise Dan Rusnowski from the San Jose Sharks. He's on a road trip, so who knows what he's doing and if he's going to be able to call in. Um, times are tough. Times are tough. That last call, Rachel, really told me times are tough. And I was talking to Heidi during the commercial break. Heidi's my producer. We're kind of a, a duet, duo on the show. Uh, she does a lot of the behind the scenes. I'm clearly in front of the microphone, so I get all the, the limelight. But we were talking, and I go, Rachel's the poster child for President Barack Obama and uh, the health care plan. I mean, she's one sickness away from being bankrupt. And that's tragic because, you know, at 38, you can kind of get by without, uh, you can kind of get by without having health care, mostly. She gets pregnant. I mean, holy mackerel, that's a $50,000 scenario right there. Uh, she gets breast cancer. That's a $100,000 scenario right there. So you could see that it would bankrupt her. So times are tough. And uh, it's shame because she sounds like she's got a good head on her shoulders, right? She didn't sound crazy or poor or destitute to you. She could save $600 a month, which is great. But $600 a month also tells me what type of car is she driving? Because she just paid off her car, so now she could save. $600 a month is... So I've driven cars that are worth $600 before. So, and again, I think I'm I'm well off. I'm doing okay. I'm not I'm not hurting for money. Uh, cars are a huge waste of money, especially if you don't have money. Let's go to Travis in San Jose. Travis, how are you? Hey, Rob. How's it going? Good. Uh, I just want to talk about that last caller, um, about the inheritance, about talking to your parents about the inheritance. Yeah. And I'm just kind of want to say on the other side, I kind of feel I have a situation with my family that I feel that the, the money your parents save is your parents' money. And I think even if you need it, you know what, it's, it's theirs till the day they die. And I just, I really don't like when people rely on it. Yeah, I, I think each of those situations, and I, I think you're being aggressive, Travis, has to be decided by the, <laughs> has to be decided by the family. You know, yeah. I, I don't want my mom's money, so I'm with you. Uh, but I don't need my mom's money. My brother Clint, on the other hand, I've got four older brothers and one younger sister. My brother Clint, like, he's, he's helped take care of her in the last couple of years, and Damn it, he wants that house when she dies. I know he does. He's gone as yeah. far as to say, I'm willing to move in. Um, and the, uh, the other brothers, we hate him. We're, we're angry at him because he's like, don't lay claim to something that ain't yours. Uh, like, for instance, when my mom had a stroke, he took her car. And it became his car. Two or three years later, he wrecks it. It's gone. So, like, he's kind of self-serving off my mom. And that, that, that's okay. It's uncool, but it's, it's okay. Well, my, my, my grandma and my grandpa pretty much saved... My grandma's salary pretty much went directly in the bank, and my yeah. grandpa's salary paid the bills. So anyways, they went out with their whole life. And my grandma, at age 80, is afraid to turn on the heater because she wants to save every penny to go to their kids. And when, when you see your grandma that you love have that mentality of, like, they're freezing in the house because they want to save every dollar for their kids who's relying on the inheritance, that changes your mind. You go, you know what? It's, it's kind of, I don't know. I, I just disagree with it. I just think, you know what? Earn your way. Pay your way. And... Uh, Whatever you get is what will uh, get you to the end. Now, if you and I were talking, and I hope Rachel's listening, and I hope she's not offended by this, but if you and I were talking at a bar and Rachel was our, our best friend, so she's our third wheel, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you give her? Because it, it's – her parents have money. I think she should find out how much um, because she ain't she didn't save. Yeah. And she thinks her parents – I mean, she, she knows that her parents have titled her on assets, but she doesn't know which ones and how much they're worth, and that's, that's kind of weird in my world. Um, it's kind of like, um, she knows she's going to get an inheritance, but she doesn't know how much it's going to be. And Lord knows, like, uh, things change. Like, let's say she marries, uh, let's say she's a white woman and she marries a Mexican. 
Um, and her parents are like, oh, my God, no. Uh, she can be written out. It's yeah. it, one of the terms, one of not the term. Like, I don't know. I just I like a little bit more clarity in my life, Travis. But don't you feel in some little way that even though she says, I don't know, you know, everything, every move she's made in the back of her head is saying, I can make a mistake because I have this to fall back on. And I just, I mean, I don't know. I just don't like it. I kind of think people take advantage of that, and uh, and it's they forget about how much their parents had to go without to get that money. Yeah, I didn't get the sense from her in any way, shape, or form yeah, that she was either. she was mooching off her parents and that she knew like uh, she didn't have to say. But to me, it sounds like that's that's someone who's my age, Travis, who's yeah. fallen through the cracks and you know didn't save enough. And I do this show for twenty somethings and thirty somethings, so that you know when she's sixty and has nothing. You know, at least she'll have an emergency fund and she'll have some savings and she'll at least know where her, the inheritance is. And I hate to say this, but hopefully her parents don't live too long and, and eat up eat up that money. <laughs> you know, I'm the exact opposite, though. I'm saying, you know what, live as long as you want. And, and you know, you earned it. You know, I don't know. I see your point. And I, I, mean, I got to say on a side note, I mean, listening to your show and listening now like nonstop for about a year has changed my whole perception on money yeah. and, and savings. So um, that's, you know, definitely awesome. But I, I just got to say, it's like. When you see it personally happen in your family like you did, you kind of say, you know what, Grandma? No, turn on that heater. No, uh-huh. go out and buy that. My, my grandpa went without buying. He, he watched TV every single day for the last 10 years of his retirement. Never bought the new TV that he wanted because he just kind of always wanted to save and, and never wanted to spend the money. Well, he, he died before he can even buy that TV. And it's like why it's like the mentality of that generation is like don't spend a dollar, save it all for your family. And now this generation is taking advantage of that. And I think what people are going to find is their parents are going to live longer and leave them less and – if uh, politicians have it their way, the state tax and get taxed again, and uh, there'll be even less to have from the inheritance. Thanks for the call, Travis, and, and uh, appreciate your opinions. So 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. Great article today in the San Francisco Chronicle. Now, you've never heard those words come out of my mouth. I know. I use the, the Chronicle for my cat letter. Um, why? Because the Chronicle in eight years of doing this in, in California, living here, has never once written a nice word or even a bad word about me. They could write bad words about me. They could talk about, you know, my collection of porn. They can talk about, like, my big janky feet. Um, but no, they won't write nothing about me. So anyway, in the Chronicle today, they, they did an article on skittish buyers, and they're talking about how homes over a million dollars are falling pretty aggressively. And in the same way, you don't see a lot of new Porsches driving around anymore. You don't market homes as trophy properties anymore. So they sell them as large homes, comfortable estates. There's a little repositioning of how, you know, the people are going with it. Move up buyers. There's a different type of buyer. In 2005, it was Wall Street people buying homes. Now it's local entrepreneurs, people who've quietly worked hard forever and, and have that money. So it's, it's an interesting article because you basically say on the peninsula – in Marin, Orinda, and San Francisco, or Lamarinda, Lamarinda. Million dollar home there is just, it's, that's a $300,000 home anywhere else in the United States. That's crazy, right? So you basically are paying $700,000 of a premium to live on the peninsula or to live in Marin or to you know, own a property. Now, about $2.5 million is the luxury homes on the peninsula. So it's it's interesting to note, right? The go-go days are gone. There's no doubt about that. Here's some fun facts on 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 mansions. Most expensive is in Bel Air, ten bedroom, nine bathroom, twenty two thousand square foot home, sold for twenty six million dollars last year. That's most expensive home sold in in California last year. 
Median size is about 2,600 square feet. Median price per square foot is about $600. Town with the most $1 million homes is Hillsboro. Priciest goes for about $8 million. Bay Area stats, uh, Santa Clara County has the most million-plus dollar homes, about 2,300 of them, followed by San Mateo at 1,300, and San Francisco at 1,100. Uh, the fewest sold last year, Napa, they had just 37. So price points, most sales are in the million to $2 million level. That's about 83% on the million-plus-dollar homes. Anyway, interesting stuff. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Noon, Glenn Beck. Now, Rob Black. 9 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. It's there. Okay, for all you freaky fetish people, the internet camera is no longer pointing at Heidi's neck today. Sorry, all you Heidi neck lovers. Instead, the internet camera here is pointed right at my big global-sized head. So if you want to check me out doing a radio show, for some reason, if that turns you on and makes you randy, pick up the phone or pick up the internet and dial www.talk910.com, talk910.com, and uh, you hit the blog. And once you're in the blog, you'll see me and my big global-sized head that has its own um, orbit. Not its own orbit, but its own gravity, and thus you can put like a paperclip right next to my head, and it'll float around in orbit. Anyhow, uh, yeah, that's kind of weird and disconcerting to look at. And yes, I use the word Randy, and you're saying, "Geez, I don't think anyone's used the word Randy since early early 19th century, when Grandpa was feeling Ram Randy. He made a move on Grandma. Eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in there. It's eight hundred three four five five six three nine to get your calls in there. Interesting. We've kind of set off a firebomb. Rachel called in the show a little bit earlier, and she wasn't hinting that basically she's waiting for her parents to die so she can get an inheritance. She mentioned that she knows in the back of her head there is an inheritance likely scenario that's going to happen. And that's cool. And Travis got a little angry at that. And, you know, he's like, my, my, my father, my grandfather used to watch TV. And he watched it all day long and he never got the TV that he ever wanted because he wanted to pass it on to his kids and make a better life for them. Damn it. My grandfather's in heaven now and watching TV on a big 80 inch or bless him. Got another email on this whole exact topic. Give me just a second because this isn't my home studio. Tom Hartman's in my studio. He smells funny. Um, and by funny, I mean gangly. I got mail. Yay! I got mail. Yay! So Sanderson's in an email, and Sanderson, it says family and dollar signs. And dollar signs stands for money. There's family and money. My brother wants me to pay him to keep him sane. He's let our insane mom live in his in-law apartment. Our mom already pays him rent. Is that fair? I think that is fair. I would do anything, anything to have my mom not live with me. I would pay my brothers. You know, again, when it came to my, my mother's inheritance, 
I asked her, I said, can I have your frying pan and your rocking chair? She said, take them. And that's all I got. And when she dies, I don't want the money. I don't want the house. I don't want nothing. So I, I, I'll pass on it. I'll give it to charity. Um, I got my mom's frying pan, and it's the coolest thing in the world. So 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Let's go to Giovanni. Giovanni, how are you? Giovanni. You know who I've always dug is Giovanni Rabisi as an actor. Highly creepy, but very effective. How are you, Giovanni? Fine. Thank you. How about you? I'm good. So do, uh, did Giovanni Rabisi change your life when he became a, a movie star? Did everyone suddenly I, want to name their children Giovanni like you? You know, it happens a lot. I, I have to just take it with a grain of salt. Though, are you, so are you Italian? Yes. That's so cool. Do women dig you because you're Italian? No, they don't. Really? Because I'm pasty white guy, and, and the women don't dig me because they're like, ah, you're pasty white guy. Anyway. But can you tan? I cannot tan. I, I, I come up kind of like a tomato. I turn red. <laughs> so it's, it's a- I really enjoy your show, by the way. And I'd just like to say that, unfortunately, it's, it's true. Like, a lot of these kids do, do rely on their parents to an extreme where when they do pass away, unfortunately, they, the kids blow through the money. And, and, and they tend to be in a really bad spot afterwards, and it's sad to see. And I'd just like you to take the same approach I take with my kids, and that's by telling them that I'm giving them nothing. They have nothing. <laughs> and I'm secretly saving for that rainy day. However, you know, they need to be self-reliant, and you have to tell them that every day. You're getting nothing, so make the best of it now. As an investment advisor, I saw people come into my office as Giovanni, and uh, the millionaires always had the, the cheap cars. They always had the $30,000 cars, and the people who were <laughs> struggling to put together 100000 they always had the seventy eighty thousand dollars $80,000 cars. And, the millionaires didn't tell their kids that they had a lot of money, and they didn't go on extravagant vacations. It's there's a mindset to a millionaire. There's no doubt about it in my in my head. There is. You're absolutely right. Lots of fun too. Thank you for your show. And if I've told you once, I've told you a million times not to exaggerate because you just kind of exaggerated and you said um, all these kids blow through their parents' money. They're not all of them, Giovanni. But yeah, I'm just sorry. All the ones that I'm dealing with, all the ones yeah. that I've dealt with, uh, and unfortunately, I'm a realtor and. I see a lot of folks, they're great. Their parents are fantastic. They leave their kids quite a bit. And what tends to happen is when there's more than one child, they start to fight. They bring in attorneys. They start uh, blowing through the money. Absolutely. And I've I've seen grandparents who leave money to grandchildren and skip the parents and families destroyed. Uh, because of, of poor inheritance uh, estate plans. so you're, you're right. It's sad as well because the, the final end of it is, is you know, they're relying on their parents, which is a great thing, but parents pass away. I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. Quick question for you, Giovanni. You said you're a realtor. How, where do you realtor, and what are you seeing out there? Well, again, you know, I'm one of those guys on the peninsula, so <laughs> we're kind of happy. Things are good. Yeah. So I bought on the peninsula. I love the peninsula. So I paid a premium for the peninsula. So, uh, By the way, you were speaking about a few things there that people do pay a premium, but they're paying it for a lot of reasons, and schooling and safety and all that stuff's part of it. You know that. I do know that, and that, that's part of it. But it is a premium, and you do know that, right? Like a million dollars in Phoenix gets you like a three-story mansion. Yeah, but it's Phoenix. <laughs> well, I know, but that argument doesn't always hold true, Giovanni. Um you know, at some point in time, our state has a budget problem, and our schools are going to start to suck, even on the peninsula. Now, I live in San Carlos, and you probably know this. It's like they'll pass a measure there. They'll be like, do you want to pay an extra $27 in taxes for the schools? And, like, everyone says yes. 
So the peninsula's kind of got this mentality of like, let's protect our schools and do everything we can. But down the road, California could become the next Detroit. It could become the next Detroit. Um, I don't know if it will, but Detroit was a, a, a gleaming star at one point in U.S. history. Cleveland was a huge star. Pittsburgh was. Now Pittsburgh smells like urine and it's the armpit of Pennsylvania. Um, well, again, Mr. Black, it, it did before then. And California is never going down the tubes, period. You don't think? Come on. It's so, California. I don't know. I've seen a lot of consolidation of the tech companies on the peninsula that used to buy real estate from people like you. Certainly, you've seen a, a drop in dot-com millionaires, right? But you, uh, absolutely. But you've probably seen a pickup in small business owners who, who figured it out right. See, you're seeing the opportunity that is lying in the midst of all this stuff we're going through right now. Give me a couple and quick there, there's, I'm sorry, go ahead. Give me a couple quick tips. Um, like, I bought my, my house right during Easter. So the open house was slated for Easter, and I was like, I put an offer in Friday night. I was like, I'll take it as is. Um, I think that was a pretty good tip, buy during Easter. What are some other good tips, would you say, as far as trying to not compete with 100 other people and, and properties and things that you would look for in buying property? Use an aggressive agent, uh, a, a, a brokerage that's been there for a long time. I'm not trying to bout our own, but it's just true. Who are, who, who are you with, Giovanni? Prudential San Bruno. Prudential San Bruno, okay. And 35 years in business, four brokers. They're wonderful. Mayor of San Bruno uh, is one of the brokers. There's a fabulous group of guys. And, uh, you know, when you're the first person there, it, it doesn't matter what part of the year it is. It uh, depends what, what you're after. I mean, if you want that quality of life, if you want to live on that block that uh, you've dreamt of your whole life, yeah. you, you might make those before Easter or right after tax time uh, uh, decision. Okay. However, just be the first guy there. Just try to be the first person there. Now, Most how, of the agents are going to work with the first offer they get. How about this for a tip? Try to find a woman with Alzheimer's disease on the, ro- on the, on the street and offer her the house. Offer her money. And then evict you know, her. You know, again, I love your show. <laughs> Thanks, Giovanni. You've got way too much class to answer that one, but... Yeah, the house that I bought, the woman has Alzheimer's disease, and uh, her kids were from Texas, and the house was in a trust. Literally, she bought it 50 years ago, constructed it 50 years ago, and, uh, you know, what was once was $40,000. She paid property taxes on 40000 over a million plus. Well over a million plus, and, like, that's offensive, right? So her kids, uh, they hit the home run. You know, the trust now terribly well-funded. And uh, the dad passed a long time ago, and the daughter wants to take mom and, you know, have her live close to the grandchildren. So I know that sounds weird, but if somehow he can make that work for you, it works for you. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Weird thing happened this morning. Toyota, their CEO, came out and basically apologized. Not only did he apologize, but... He said, I deeply regret that I caused concern among so many people. So says Mr. Toyota. I know you're saying Toyota's CEO is called Mr. Toyota. Yeah. So he says, with the utmost regret, with uh, we will do our utmost regain the trust of our customers. Wow. He took it very personally and he bowed. And it's considered like holy mackerel. Did he just bow? Like, is he that ashamed? When you bow really low, that means like, I give you I give you the opportunity to put a sword in my heart. I've done wrong. Please forgive me. So it's pretty interesting. So I know you're saying 
you're making a lot out of this whole bowing thing, aren't you? No. I think it just goes to show you. Now, here's on the other side of the thing. Here we have a CEO who, who humbles himself. And in the United States, what do we do? We kind of attack him. Um, the decision by Japanese automaker Toyota to do a recall, their decision to shut down the manufacturing plant in Fremont has now got some politicians, state assemblymen, saying, let's buy American. The Assembly Rules Committee came at the urging of Assemblyman Ted Lieu. He represents the Southern California district that includes Torrance, which is home of Toyota. He's going out of his way to say, it took a lot to turn me on one of my strongest supporters. He said, thank you. (laughs) It took a lot to turn me into one of their strongest critics. What broke the camel's back on this is the safety issue. I saw the pattern of denial at Toyota. They were not truthful with Americans. So there's a lot of tension because they pulled out of that manufacturing plant in Fremont. 5,400 workers lost their jobs. Now, GM pulled out, too. But there's now a Buy American policy that Ted Lieu, state assemblyman, is going to try to push all state assembly people and all state legislatures to force Buy American. Now, keep in mind, well more than 50% of Toyotas, no, no, most Toyotas, are well more than 50% made in the United States. They're considered made in America. So it's interesting that, again, Toyota CEO comes out, bows, he's ashamed. He truly gives himself to the the people. Um, And what we do is go, screw you, you took our jobs away. We're going to buy American. 800-345-5639. You can contact me in a numerous ways, a veritable plethora of ways. You can email me, rob at robblack.com. Rob at robblack.com. You can jump on the live blog at talk910.com, talk910.com, and see my big skull and see that I'm wearing a white button down with a gray pullover. Um, and I got something greasy on my face. What is that? So you can find me at talk910.com under the blog. Uh, there's a, a camera on me. That's weird. I don't much care for it, but I'm sure you're having fun on the live blog poking fun at me. Anyway, um, email rob at robblack.com. See me on, in action at talk910.com, talk910.com. And call the show, 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.